From legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode. Or go to ipswichtoday.com.au Coming up, a mayoral motion takes up more than half a council meeting. Also in this episode, the results of the draw for the order of names on ballot papers for the council election and Ipswich West by-election. It's Friday, February 16, 2024, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. If you're a newcomer to this podcast, once a month after each Ipswich Council ordinary meeting, I catch up with Mayor Teresa Harding. I recorded this interview on Thursday, February 15. Thanks for speaking with Ipswich today, Teresa Harding. Hello, Alan, and thank you, listeners, for being online. This month's council meeting started off in a very sombre atmosphere, discussing the stabbing death of Violene White at Red Bank Plains. It still has the community reeling in shock. You put up a mayoral motion, which discussion took up more than half the meeting. What exactly did you put forward? Well, I guess um, Violene's um, murder did occur on, on Saturday, the, the 3rd of February. And um, the time frame to put in a mayoral motion was uh, close of business Wednesday. And I really thought that the councils would like to talk about what we could do and, and how we could represent our community. So I put forward a motion that interested council rights to the Minister for Police and also the Police Commissioner for the installation of a permanent shop front. But I also opened it up to the councillors to see what they would also like to, to see. And, and Council Island put forward, I think, quite a good recommendation that Council also officially write to the Attorney-General of Queensland to enact a new law called Violene's Law to implement that um, that we initiate um, um, initiatives to um, reduce youth crime in Queensland. We could go down a long discussion about mm-hmm. uh, stricter sentencing and bail conditions, probably outside uh, my area of expertise to yeah. discuss that any further. But... I, I get the feeling that there's obvious good intent from the councillors to to call for the police to be present 24-7, uh, especially at uh, Red Bank Plains. During that discussion, I was shocked to hear a comment from Councillor Marnie Doyle that locker storage of knives was being uh, available at some nightclubs. Did you catch that? Yeah. I, I Obviously, I don't hit the nightclubs in Brisbane, but yeah, she talked about her, her um, adult sons who've obviously talked about the fact that there are some nightclubs in Brisbane that have lockers. I also noticed in the public gallery, uh, the daughter of Violene White was in attendance. Yeah, Cindy McAuliffe, Violene's daughter, attended the meeting and it was, I think, quite sombre for us to know that we were trying to move forward as a community while she was there. And her and her family have shown a lot of graciousness in how our community community can move forward together. Moving on to other parts of the meeting, there's finally a breakthrough on a problem intersection. Ripley Road and Reef Street at Flinders View. Council is to acquire land to improve the intersection. How long will this take? Yes, it's, it's been a long time in the making, but we're in the early stages of detailed design of that particular intersection upgrade for the, the Ripley Road to Reef Street at Flinders View. Um, that will improve the traffic flow and the safety there for, for, um, quite substantially. What will the upgraded intersection look like and when can you put a date or a year on when it might be constructed? Look, the detailed design is already in progress and will be completed by the third quarter this year. 
Um, look, we're finalising the property acquisitions. We're working with Energex and collaborating with the utilities to move things. Look, we're expecting these activities to be uh, completed by September this year, which means we could actually commence the roadworks um, um, next year. There's been another update to the meeting conduct policy. Why has this been necessary so close to the end of the term? Yeah, look, in November last year, the Queensland Government made some amendments to the Local Government Council of Conduct and other legislation. Um, actually, so um, there are model meeting procedures that councils must follow. So even though we're in caretaker, um, we thought we'd take that opportunity to update our policy so they're in sync with the state government's uh, model meeting procedures. Under the Economic Development Committee report to council, Council's already made its state budget wish list known for pre-budget submissions. Getting in nice and early, I feel. What are the key items that are on Council's list? Oh, it will be no surprise to people it's all about transport mainly. Um, so the Eastwich to Springfield uh, Central Public Transport Corridor needs to progress. We we do have the funding to be shovel ready, but we need to continue to progress that. Um, the North Eastwich Sport and Entertainment Precinct is something that we're trying to get $10 million from the state government on. But one thing that would be really critical for especially our residents in our fast-growing areas is a better bus network. We're asking for a $5 million annual commitment towards two priority bus routes um, between um, Ipswich Central and Springfield and making sure that that bus route goes through Rebeck Plains as well. So that would be like a a stopgap for the proposed transport corridor for heavy rail? Yeah, so, and look, we think it's quite a good investment. It's We've had discussions with the DG of TMR as well as at the political level, so we're really hoping that comes through. And I guess for us too, we, we're really needing the um, Mount Crosby interchange to be upgraded. That's been talked about for decades. Same with the Cunningham Highway uh, upgrade at the Amberley interchange as well as a duplication of the Centenary Motorway. So these are all things that are really important as we grow. We are the fastest growing city in Queensland and we can't grow if we don't have that infrastructure. And finally, Mayor Harding, the FOGO universal rollout has been pushed back uh, in a late item presented to Council this month. And is it more than the service cost that's pushing this back? Um, the main thing is is that we really want to make sure that we use uh, a composting service uh, that follows the best practice guidelines from the state, and that means it's invested, which means it's enclosed. Um, we had an assurance from our current provider um, back in February 2022 when we ordered the contract. They said in their tender documentation that they would go to enclosed. Um, when they put their DA in in August 2022, um, it wasn't enclosed. So we're actually in court with them at the moment uh, with Newgrow over that. So um, we're wanting to make sure that we don't want to do a full city rollout unless we have a provider that is completely enclosed with their composting. Mayor Harding, we'll leave it there. Thanks for speaking with Ipswich today. Thank you very much, Alan. The close of nominations for the council election and Ipswich West by-election was February 13. The following day, the draw was held for which order candidates' names will appear on the ballot papers. For the Mayor, the order is Harding, Salter, Robinson, Cocardi, Martin and Ireland. Ipswich Division 1, Addison, Madsen, Ingram and Augustine. Division 2, Dew, Youngbury, Tully, Jonick, Suhag and Purcell. In Division 3, it's Box, Doyle, Antonelli, Mutton, Fechner and Naylor. And Division 4, Cullen, Madden, Milligan and Dunn. For the Ipswich West by-election, the ballot paper drawer is Lindsay, Zano, Bone and Bourne. 
And that's it for this episode. Don't forget to look for handy links in the show notes. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au. Follow and stream this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio, or play Ipswich Today on smart speakers. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thank you for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.